Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. So glad you guys could join me right after your holiday mashup. Did you guys have a good holiday weekend? I don't know why when I say H words, I always do that. Holiday. I always elongate the H for some reason. It's crazy. I don't know why I do that, but whatever. I hope you guys had a good holiday weekend. You know, ate some turkey, had some ham. Everybody did the thing. You did the thing. You did the mashup. You know, you you defied the government. Every, this, this is the most defiant year of all time, right? Because <laughs> we're all just back to being like kids uh, fighting our parents who are telling us we can't go do stuff. That's what we've, this whole year is just a giant middle finger to the parent. Just be like, no, I'll have, I'm going to have Thanksgiving, which is very funny uh, considering they're trying to tell us not to gather with family or do anything like that. Uh, they're just like, make sure you limit your family interaction. Only your household can have Thanksgiving. And it's just like, no, we're going to have a good, wholesome holiday gathering, which nobody used to want that. Everybody was like, oh, I don't want to go over there today. I just really don't want to go over to that place and hear my family. I don't want to hear Uncle Mark. I wonder if like that like saved families this year. Because there was less arguing and less political discussion, this would be not the year for. Could you imagine if like everything got back to normal, just in time for Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving happened under normal conditions after this whole entire year, just the first eleven months, just like the things your crazy uncle would have said, uh, A.K.A. I would have been that crazy uncle saying shit like that. I have some theories. I keep them to myself most times, but I'll throw them out there. You know. <laughs> you guys know you've heard me on this podcast dude the most awkward thing when i did uh family like our family we did like an immediate family thing so i went to my mom's house and uh at like ten thirty, uh we decided they did they planned this i had no idea until i got there that we were gonna zoom call all the other family members that couldn't be there so the extended family so there was like 19 people on one zoom call Whoo, God, that was, that, that was a bad idea, guys. But you do that for the grandparents. You do that because they want to see everybody, and they can't. And you can't go over there. Nobody can go over to the grandparents' houses this year. So sad. But at least there will be less grandmothers ran over by reindeers this year. That is for sure. That is a 100% statistic. The reindeer death will be down this year. Mark my words. There won't be any reindeer collisions with grandmothers this year. It's going to be a plummeted number. It's going to be down. Those numbers are going to be down just like the flu numbers. I'm telling you guys. You know, that's the one good thing. You know, COVID might get grandma, but, like, she's definitely not getting ran over by a reindeer, which is way more of a painful death, in my opinion. I don't know how painful corona really is, but I can't imagine being hoved to death is any better. <laughs> but we did this Zoom call, guys, and it was it was rough. Nineteen people on one Zoom call is not a fun time. It's not good. Uh, I liked how eventually me and my brothers uh, like migrated over towards the bar in the basement and just ended up pouring dr- m- mimosas and talking to each other. Yeah, that's right. I'll drink a goddamn mimosa in the morning on a on Thanksgiving. That's a festive ass drink. A mimosa on Thanksgiving Day is super festive because you're gonna watch football anyway, so you're just tailgating. And mimosas are the tailgating drink, if anything. It goes it's uh, bloody mares, which I don't like. Uh, mimosas. And then beer. Those are the three staples of tailgating. So that's what you drink on Thanksgiving because you're just tailgating with your family before you watch the Cowboys 
you know. And that's a, that's and that's a good Thanksgiving tradition, guys. I'll tell you what, those Zoom calls are going to change the game, though, because uh, unfortunately, this is what's going to happen. I can see this predict. I can see this precursor now, and I'm sure it's nice. Most people, I'm sure a lot of people have been doing it now, but I don't want this to become the normal thing, which is uh, Zoom calls are, are going to replace the holiday card, guys. It's going to happen. The holiday cards had its moment. It's been around for a long time, taking pictures, wearing your sweaters, getting all dressed up. You know, dad looks like a carbon turkey. You know, you know when the this is when the holiday card was on its last leg is when um, single women and uh, childless uh, married couples started incorporating their dogs in their holiday cards. <laughs> That's when shit started getting old. It, like everybody loves a holiday card, right? Like, to get a holiday card, like, I love it. One of my good buddies, he will send me a picture of, like, their family photo, which has my goddaughter, him, his wife, his son, and it's great. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. I love to see that. I'm like, look at the kids growing. That's great. I put it up on the fridge and everything. I love that. There is something just kind of sad. I know they're trying to be fun and, like, this is my family and... When someone sends you a picture of the, just like an un, uh, a married couple and it's just their dog and they're treating it like the child in the photo, it just is, it's a little sad. I just kind of go, oh, this this is depressing a little bit. I don't know why that makes me sad. It, I think it's just because I know the other, like the, the other people are growing up. Like the dog just looks the same. Like the dogs look the same since six months. You know, it, it's done growing. So you just like you you no longer see the process the progress that the dogs make like if they sent me a video maybe like it's just like tell me give me a report card like did you teach the dog sit that would be cool like does it know how to retrieve a beer from the fridge now because that would be a pretty big feat Steve you you spent a lot of time and effort with that dog you know yeah I'll give you that but I think that's when they they jump the moon. Is when like when uh single people started using taking pictures and holiday cards with their with their family. Like I was gonna do a joke one one year, and I realized how sad and depressing that is. Like I was gonna spend money. I was gonna take a picture of me, uh, sitting next to my bar cart, it, like would just like I just had like a half drank bottle of scotch next to my Christmas tree, and just sitting there with a Santa hat on and barefoot, and like was gonna write some weird caption about being Merry Christmas from just me. I'm so glad I never did that because, like, to me, like, at the time, I was like, that's super funny. And I still think the imagery of it's kind of funny. But to send that to, like, just people that I love and, like, want, like, they, they, they want me to do well, that is not a picture that screams, I'm doing fucking great. <laughs> if I sent a picture of me sitting in front of a Christmas tree with just a glass of scotch or just, like, barefoot, people are going to be like, well, I think we need to fucking call Wade and make sure he's okay. I think he's in a deep dark hole, so yeah, th that's when they jump the the shark on that. But I think those Zoom calls are going to start replacing them, which is even more awkward because like I love receiving that photo and that card from my friend every year of his family. It's great. You get to take a moment, realize how lucky he is that he has a family and like they're doing well and they're all healthy. It's fantastic, right? I just don't want it to become a thing. Where now everybody does a Zoom call. So now I have 14 meetings on Thanksgiving where I have to, or 14 meetings on Christmas or Christmas Day. Like you're just scheduling different time slots throughout all of this, the 25 days of Christmas. You're just scheduling different Zoom calls, a Zoom call with all of your friends and family. 
<laughs> then I have to actually talk and uh, see what's nice about getting the holiday card is just them sending me and I'm like, great, their life's going great. I'm glad. But then they have to ask me about mine. And I don't want to tell anybody about how it's going. It, <clears throat> it feels weird. I always like even when things are going great, I don't want people asking me how my day is going. I'm just like I, uh, mm, it's it's fine, you know. I I I just have a hard time doing it. And that's my hang up, and I'm working on it, guys. I am working on it. Spent uh, you know watching that football. We got to see all the ads. You know, everybody always talks about the ads during the Super Bowl, the new ads for the Super Bowl every year, right? And there's always the that's if you're not a sports fan, you should at least watch the new commercials. That's what everybody fucking says. But nobody talks about how, like, on Thanksgiving Day, they just drop all the new Christmas commercials. They're just like, ba-dow! And just throw that shit right out there for you. But this year, man, commercials are wild because, you know, everybody wants to show that they care. Don't you know, guys, caring is everything these days. We all need to care. Uh, Every person needs to be wearing a mask. It needs to look – every commercial has basically become um, – remember, like, uh, the whole world can share a Coke commercial, and it's just a bunch of different people. And it's that now, except it's mass it, with masks on. <laughs> it's just everybody around the world uh, somehow is like, look, we're all coming together as one world to make sure we stop this virus. The Home Depot. It's like, what the fuck? How does Home Depot have anything to do with everybody coming together to defeat the virus? You have nothing to offer when it comes to that Home Depot. Quit trying, you motherfuckers. Quit trying to get brownie points like you've been doing anything to fucking help this whole time. They probably donated money, but not nearly enough. I don't know. All I know is uh, the last commercial, I, one of the last commercials I saw that I really stuck out to me before I left uh, my parents' house from Thanksgiving was there was a Home Depot commercial, and they're just talking about their Black Friday deals. And just randomly at the end, of, you know, they're talking about, we, we've changed the whole game up. Like, Home Depot's acting like it's crazy. Like, they were the first people to ever be like, we're going to have Black Friday Every day through the holiday season. That's right. We aren't just going to do one day of deals. We're going to have deals all the way through the the holiday season. It's like, I'm pretty sure Amazon's been doing that for a while now, and they haven't been bragging about it. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, yeah, cool. What, huh? You get, you're, you're giving deals? Oh, okay, cool. Cool stuff, Junior. And then Amazon went right back to doing what they do. Um. But at the end of this, like they're just like they're bragging about that, and then showing them like setting up the little stickers that say "Stay six feet apart" when you're standing in the line that nobody pays attention to. You notice how everybody there's always just like a weird stagger. Like we we are so conditioned and not like pay attention. Like we want to defy things so bad. Like they put out these stickers like to be like if you stand on on top of the stickers, you're six feet away. But people will stand in between them <laughs> just because they're like, I'm standing on that fucking dot. I'll be six feet away, but it'll be on my terms. I'm not going to stand where a fucking dot tells me. This isn't a pinpoint. I'm not a Sims character, okay? You can't just pick a place for me to go stand, okay? I'm not going to walk over there because a dot told me to. It's really weird that I just now realize those dots are just literally like just pinpoints that you click for the Sims character to walk. Woo! Fucking Target, goddamn Home Depot, Walmart, all these places are playing Sims with their customers now, guys. You know, it used to be a little less obvious, you know? 
uh, you know, they'd have like the aisles and there'd be arrows that point you certain ways. And you didn't feel like you were getting told. You were like, no, I'm making a conscious decision here and, and I'm going this way. But now they're straight up telling you where you can and can't be. They're just operating you like cattle. <laughs> you're just a Sims character waiting to get busted for something dumb. You're, you're going to start walking into a wall. You're going to walk into a wall. Just being an NPC out there. But this Home Depot commercial, guys, gets wild. Because like they they're talking about that and they're they're showing the plexiglass window thing, and uh, next thing you know, just randomly out of nowhere, the Home Depot is sh really proud of you. The Home Depot in a commercial told me they were proud of me. Why? That was such a weird statement and weird thing to throw in there. They were just like, "The Home Depot, we're proud of you." I'm like, thanks, Home Depot. If I hadn't heard that i might have gone and killed myself today it, it, i've been trying to win the approval of home depot for eternity now i've been trying so fucking hard to win the goddamn approval of it and you know what it was just never i didn't think it was ever going to happen until this thanksgiving and you know the home depot made sure to tell me they were fucking proud of me and i was like thank you thank you home depot you know i don't even want a hug i just wanted them to say the words you know you know, I feel better. It's so weird. How do you write that? How do you write that in a commercial and go, yep, this will fucking, this slaps. We're going to tell everybody we're proud of them. There was in a, how many people in a writer's room were like talking and was like, this is a great idea. Yeah, we nailed it, guys. Proud, we're, we're, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Hey, we should put that in the commercial. You're right. We should tell the customers that we're proud of them because without the customers, we wouldn't have been inspired to write this commercial, so we're proud of them. Yeah, yeah, guys. Whoa, high five. We're proud of each other. Proud, proud. I hope Home Depot, like, you just have to walk around the store as an employee. Just high five everybody you say going, proud of you. Pow. You just have in a high-fiving. <laughs> and then they, they, then they get in trouble for the campaign of high-fiving people. And telling them they're proud because it's a pandemic and you're not supposed to be touching other people, especially strangers. But Home Depot is so goddamn proud of you. They're just like, fuck social distancing, man. I got to high five you. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We are killing the game. Hi dude, you're buying a fucking Milwaukee drill set. Fucking, I'm proud of you, dude. Oh, man, you're finally installing that shower in your basement that you've been putting off for 17 years. Fucking high five me, dude. I'm proud of you. Oh, you're you're a single woman who just got divorced recently and are now trying to figure out how to retile the kitchen. Proud of you, fucking figuring it out. <laughs> just always high fiving everybody and being so proud of you. God, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Home Depot. I'm so glad that you were so proud of everybody. You wanted to make sure we knew. And this is why I always go to Menards, guys. Fuck Home Depot. <laughs> Always been a Menards guy. Uh, and I know if you listen to this outside the Midwest, you probably don't know what Menards is. And that's fine. But it's the best. That's right. I, I I had to go there the other day. I always forget, like, I don't get to go to Menards very often anymore. I used to go with my grandpa all the time because he was, like, working on apartments and shit. So I'd have to go with him. Which, like, people, like... Kids used to get excited to go to, like, toy stores and shit, right? Like, you get, like, I'm going to go to a toy store and get a action figure or a new game or whatever. You think you'd be excited for that? Not me, dude. When my grandpa was like, hey, I'm going to go to Menards. You want to come with? I got fucking excited. Why on earth was a nine-year-old ever excited about going to a 
building material store. Like, it's so weird when I think about it, but it makes me so happy when I go there. I'm so, like, when I walk around there, I'm like, man, this place rules. It's so cool. Because it's just endless possibilities. Like, you can you can do anything. It's just a, it's a giant uh, art store almost in a lot of ways. Because, like, you just, like, you can go there and find the materials to build whatever you want. You can construct anything, guys. Don't the limitless possibilities. Lego tries to capture that by being like, with Legos, you can build anything. Guys, there are adult Legos inside of Menards. You can build anything. Guys, you could just build a big old shed in your backyard. It's from scratch. You can do it. You can go do it. Fucking do it, man. It's all the materials right there. And that's and that's why I like Menards so much. I would go in there and be like, there's just endless possibilities here. <laughs> and I would get so excited and like I went there with my dad yesterday and it ruled I was just like we walked around we found random stuff I bought some as seen on TV items yeah I did I'm that kind of white trash I bought me some sunglasses for work those those ones where they apparently make the road like you could see better at night even with them on even though they're sunglasses somehow they still make make impair they make your vision that much better I got those sunglasses just for work they were $13 yeah, that is not a good product if it's $13. But I'm going to try them and wear them at work. And if I get better vision and I can just see logs coming at me, swinging out of me out of a tree in a better light, you know, if I can just get hit by a log with 3D glasses, basically, just making my goddamn vision look so goddamn superb, I think I'm ahead of the game. I think it's great. You know? Buy your guy. That's what you guys should get everybody on your uh, on your Christmas list this year. 13 bucks. Everybody gets as seen on TV sunglasses. That, that You're on a budget anyway this year. Get, Christmas gifts aren't going to be as cool as they were, okay? Not everybody's going to get Beats by Dre's this year. Everybody Instead of getting those, everybody's getting the fucking as seen on TV sunglasses. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> I also got a weird new wallet. I got one of these wallets now. Where it's like, uh, yeah, I went to, this is all from Menards, by the way. I bought sunglasses and a wallet from Menards. And then we bought building materials because we're going to build a fucking bookshelf. Because that's what you do. You want a bookshelf, you build it yourself because it's sturdy. You don't want any of this Ikea bullshit. But I bought a new wallet and it's literally like, just like a case. And it's like, it's, uh, has that like protection. So like, uh, it blocks like people from being able to scan your cards through the chips and shit like that. But it's like just a thing that like opens up, so it's like a clamshell, dude. Like I just, oh, I have to, I push the top and it just opens up like an accordion. And I got my cards and my cash in there. It's gonna suck when I have change. It's the only thing I realized. But I don't care that much. It will be good. I like this wallet. It's actually smaller than my wallet I had, which was a front pocket wallet. So now I got an even smaller wallet, and it's rules. Oh, you know what else rules, guys, is like we're always being manipulated, right? We're always being like tricked and stuff. And that's where I wanted to talk about what we got going on today, right? So we're always being tricked and psychologically uh, termed. Like I just talked about Home Depot and Menards for like ten, 20 minutes. That's insane. And that's because advertising fucked me up. This all started because Home Depot told me they were proud of me. And here we are, guys, and you've listened to this now. But did you know, like, restaurants are fucking with your mind, too? Yeah, turns out. Here are the eight psychological tricks of restaurant menus. Yeah, not even just the people. It's the restaurant menu. This is from 2016. So this is back, you know, when you could actually, like, just, like, 
go to things and do stuff like a normal human being, but that's okay. So, like, let's see here. Number one, they are limiting, they limit your options. Uh, the best part, the best menu accounts uh, for psychological th theory known as the paradox of choice, which says that the more options we have, the more anxiety we feel. Super true. That's why you see, like, when you go to dine, that's why diners rule. Like, every diner rules because you don't have to worry about, like, the number of choices. Every diner has the same, like, nine things. And that's it. And you know what you like out of those nine things, and you get those. There's nothing worse than going to, like, a place that has just a shit ton of options. Like, when you, anytime I go to a fancy restaurant and they have, like, a giant menu, I'm just like, why are there so many things here? Why, this? and they're all expensive. This is fucking ridiculous. So limiting your options is one. But let's see here. Some restaurants have lost sight of this rule. For example, McDonald's intentionally serves just a few items, but now offer more than 140 options. Dude, I didn't know McDonald's had 140 options. Did you guys know that? I know like nine things on the McDonald's menu. I know exactly what I get. I'll tell you guys my McDonald's order right now, and it's bad. Anytime I go get McDonald's, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a problem. I'll go there and be like, hey, uh, McDonald's, I would like a 10-piece uh, nugget meal with buffalo sauce, large with a sweet tea, and also give me two McDoubles plain. That's a gross order of food, guys. And I eat that all in one sitting. You should not eat that in one sitting. That is a terrible thing. Do, don't do that. Do as I say, not as I do on eating McDonald's. Um, let's see. Yet, uh, change revenue fell by 11% in the first quarter of 2015 as we complicate menus we are actually doing more torment to our guests says the restaurant consultant Aaron Allen when the guest leaves they feel less satisfied and it, part of it comes down to uh, per uh, perception that they might have have made the wrong choice. Oh, see, that's where they fuck. That's where having too many choices fuck with you. Because you were like, man, I should have just gotten that. How many times I say that is like, I should have just gotten the fucking chicken. I shouldn't have gotten the fucking burger. Should have got that chicken. And I've said that quite a few times and been, just been upset with myself. Let's see here. Number two, uh, they add photos, including a nice photo alongside the food item uh, increases sale by 30%. Whoa. Oh, here we go, my alma mater. In one Iowa State University study, research uh, researchers tested the digital display of a salad on kids at a YC, uh, YMCA camp. It's not fun to stay there. Campers who saw the salad photo were up to 70% more likely to order the salad for lunch. Uh, you respond to the image on the display like you would respond to the plate in front of you. Huh, okay, that makes sense. Go for Iowa State for showing that pictures. That everybody always makes fun of, you know what? They, see, this is why, like, everybody needs to get off fucking comic book nerds' dicks for reading comics. Like, oh, you still read a fucking book with pictures in. Yeah, because they're more satisfying, okay? Even food. Like, you, you get tricked by that. You get tricked by a fucking salad panel, okay? So don't come at me because I like to like because my natural biases is low on a look at pictures. Okay, pictures rule in fucking words drool. Okay, that's why we always trying to paint a picture with words. You don't you don't ever see uh, pictures trying to paint words. How about that, huh?
what fucking how about that bullshit? How come we like that's how much we like pictures? Is we're always trying to paint pictures with words. Okay, guys. So don't come at me anymore for liking comic books because there's pictures in it. All right? Yeah, because we all are predetermined to do that. Okay, so they manipulate the prices. Ooh, this is where you get me, guys. Nothing worse than when you show up to a place and they've changed the price on what you wanted you and you only had a certain amount of money. The one way they encourage you to spend more money is to make the price tag incons uh inconspicuous as possible. Uh get rid of the dollar sign uh because that uh has a pain point. They remind people they are spending money instead of twelve dollars uh for that club sandwich, you may see it listed as twelve point zero zero or just twelve dollars. Or, or just 12 uh, so it encourages guests to spend more. Your price format will set the tone of the restaurant, uh, rep said. So nine point, uh, $9.95 uh, I've found as a friendlier price than $10. Yeah, because it's, it's less money. Like, you see 9 there, it's like, oh, whatever. I do that still, and I know that's a trick. Like, I'll see something that says, like, seven ninety nine, and I'll go, oh, 7 bucks. No, it's fucking, like... 870 with tax like you, you wait you know this don't fall into this trap don't do it um they use expensive decoys on the menu per uh perception is everything one trick includes expensive items near the top of the menu which make everything else seem reasonably priced um you serve your your server never expects you to actually order a $300 lobster, but it sure makes a $70 steak look like uh, positively th th uh, thrifty, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. So do you just like, you trap, that's pretty cut and dry. I don't even have any fucking commentary on that one. Sometimes I just don't have anything for you guys, okay? Whatever. Uh, they play with your eyes. Just like the supermarket puts prof uh, profitable items in your eye level, restaurants design their menus to make the most of your gaze. The upper right-hand corridor is prime real estate, Rep explains. The upper right uh, is where the person will go on a blank sheet of paper or a magazine, he says. That's where the most profitable upper right, really? See, I guess you've I've I read you read left to right, so why would I always look at the left-hand side first? That's that's interesting. Huh. Another trick is to create space around a high-profile item and put them in boxes, otherwise separating them from the rest of the options. Uh, when you put it in your pocket of negative space, you pull it pulls your eyes there. Yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so like by having less, by having it kind of jumbled over here, but having less, you go to where there's like less noise, and you're like, oh, okay, here's this thing. They utilize color. Well, of course, like colors always there. I like to have all my if I was running a restaurant, all my menus would be red, just so I could get everybody pissed. I'm just trying to get everybody mad as fuck before they eat. Yeah, because then you calm down after you eat. You get them all hangry because then they order more because they're all fucking hangry. Uh, they use fancy language. Well, I don't even want to try to read this paragraph now because it's going to be too dumb for me. And then they make you feel nostalgic. We all have that one meal that takes us back to childhood. Man, fuck. Nostalgia's everywhere, dude. They're trying to fuck us hard with nostalgia these days, dude. They just will not let it die. But, see, everybody's out here trying to trick you guys. So just remember, you don't have to put up with that. 
Um, but you know what you should put up with and definitely go over and check out? That's punninggame.com. That's right, punninggame.com, where you can find this podcast every other Monday, guys. That's why you listen to it, and we love you that you listen to it. I love that you listen to this podcast. I don't know why I said we there, because nobody else works on this podcast but me. It's just me, guys. I'm the one doing this. But if you don't want to just hear me talk to myself, you can also check out all the other cool shows on the network. That's right, at punninggame.com. We got great shows coming at you every fucking day of the week. We got No Rational Thought with Nathan. You got Who Gives F with me and Nathan. You got The Grove Podcast. Uh, Actually, The Grove is gone. I apologize, Matt Lamb. Actually, the name of the podcast now is The Empty Parlor. But The Grove's still there. You can listen to all the old episodes of The Grove. I, there's some classics in there. You can still listen to old things about things about stuff. There's all that good stuff is still there. So there's the archives and the new stuff. So go check that out. Also, guys, don't forget to go to YouTube.com and search Comic Way Taylor and hit subscribe because that's where you can find the video version of this podcast. So you can watch the whole thing and watch me read along as I read those things that are tricking you on those menus. I, you can read that with me. It's great. You can also want to hit subscribe because, guys, I'm getting ready to drop some big stand-up stuff coming out. There's going to be so many videos coming out here of just me doing stand-up jokes and all that stuff. And I want you guys all to check it out and share it and do whatever you want with it. Fucking clip it up. Make me look dumb with it. I don't give a shit. Just watch it and enjoy the fucking comedy, you know? I worked hard on it, and I think you'll enjoy it. So... Comic Way Taylor on YouTube. Definitely go check that out. Look at all the social medias and check out the description down below. Also, don't forget to go to the Punning Game Shop and pick yourself up a Not Worth the Time hoodie, guys. Yes, buy them for people for Christmas. I know I said buy sunglasses. Buy people hoodies. Buy people a Not Worth the Time hoodie. They don't even need to listen to the podcast. They'll just be like, well, oh, that's a hilarious shirt because uh, I always wanted to tell people that. Well, there you go. Now you just killed two birds with one stone. You help advertise this podcast and... You get you get to tell people, hey, not we're, talking to you is not worth the time. That's great, right? So do go do that. And don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD for free shipping at checkout. Guys, this has been not worth the time. I'm Wade Taylor. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you know, pictures can't paint words. <laughs>